Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and some other stuff. And now, your hosts, Mal and Neil. Welcome back to all of our awesome, loyal listeners. I'm your host, Mal and Neil. So, Neil, what's on our itinerary for today? We're going to be talking about the housing market, how it's, I guess, warmed up or so in the last two weeks. Stuff that's going on personally between you and I with your recovery of your surgery. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, we're recording this on the first day of spring, so we'll talk about what's going on. In a new location, just for today, but still. Yeah, brand new location coming to you from... My the, kitchen. Cox's <laughs> Creek. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, um, so spring, new stuff, housing market heats up. We all get to go outside and do stuff. Why don't you hit us with some numbers from... February, kind of, I guess, what the market did compared to years past, and then we'll get into March's numbers. Yeah, okay, so January and February combined this year, we've sold in the whole MLS in our area 1,996 houses, units, houses, condos, lots, other. Gotcha. Compare that, though, to last year, 2018, January, February, 2,188. Quite a bit more sold last year during this time. Yep. Interesting note, though, the average price has gone up. Of course. It's it's gone up by over $10,000 average price. Good Lord. I know, and that's quite a bit if you consider that's everything down to a tiny little condo to a huge sprawling mansion. That's what I was getting ready to say. Condos are even affected by all this. And that's great news to people's ears if they want to list their house. But if you're working with buyers like we are, I probably have seven or eight buyers that I've been working with that that $10,000 extra uh, per unit kind of becomes frustrating, especially when you keep mentioning the word multiple offers, bidding wars, all that stuff. When you're a... When you're a seller, that, that, that that's great news that you you know all yeah. yours to change. Yeah, well, when you get to pick your offer, you know, you might say, uh, "Well, this one's more. This one's cash. Oh, this cash one can king. close quicker." Yep. Uh, and when you get buyers agents asking you, "What what do your what would your sellers like to have out of this? You know, what do they need? What do they want? Do they need time to get you get that a lot. Do they need time or, you know, a lot of times it's bottom dollar. You know, but uh, for the buyers. We talked about this a little bit on the first podcast, which this is podcast number three. So for all of our 12 loyal listeners out there, thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks for tuning back in. Um, we talked about it, We touched on a little bit then, but, um, you know, working with buyers that have gone through this, you know, this isn't their first spring or summer or whatever, you know, because they've been in it for the long haul because they keep getting in multiple offer situations. It gets frustrating. I mean you know, showing them houses and then a house hits the market on Saturday, Saturday evening, they say they want to write it off. Well, that's great because they've already got two more. So uh, it wears you out a little bit. I have some some buyers that we're going to close on a house here pretty soon, but we went on some other one, another showing where we wrote the offer before we showed up to the house. We were the first showing, had the offer ready, we wanted to go look at it just to make sure that it was all it, it looked like it was. And it was. Hmm. We immediately sent the offer first showing. Still didn't get it. No way. Way. That's crazy. Um, I listed a house last week. 
and before the first showing, they were sending over an offer, sight oh unseen. The, the the showing was scheduled for Saturday morning. The agent calls me late Friday night. I mean, it was, I don't know, late, 10, 10.30, whatever. But uh, she said, I've sent the offer over to my buyer, <laughs> and you should expect it. So I stayed up for a little bit. I didn't tell my sellers because I don't tell anybody anything until I have it in my yeah. hand. Um, which, thank God, because she didn't sign it until the morning of. But still, I had an offer. It was probably... 7 30 saturday morning the showing wasn't till nine they ended up she ended up panicking rescinding it before she even got the, so she sent it and then like an hour late <clears throat> an hour later rescinded it and then went to the showing but uh, it was but still it was weird because uh i mean we got an offer before anybody even walked through the front sight door. unseen yeah and you hear that with investors a lot people people will buy properties sight unseen they'll just pull right. them up on the mls if it's worth sixty grand or whatever, they just write right yeah, off. Yeah, because to an investor, the the various finishes and different things like that is, is doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah, but for a first time homebuyer, that's crazy. That means a lot for them. Yeah, that means we have that means we do a killer job with our photography, our staging. You have to. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and our group that we work for does use professional photography on all our listings. Oh, and if you think it doesn't make a difference, look at. Uh, Facebook Marketplace or um, oh my or, gosh. or Zillow. I mean, when pe- when you compare a a Fizbo with somebody walking through with their camera phone, yeah, and they put four pictures on there or yeah. five pictures, and there's always a picture of a, a dog or sellers are real proud of their closets. They put a big picture of a cluttered closet. That's hilarious. But yeah, you know, you know uh, Cl- dirty clothes laid out on the bed. Yeah, <laughs> professional photography. That goes a long way. Yeah. It really does. You you get people out to look at your listing very quickly. Or write you an offer without even showing up. Possibly yeah. that too. In this case, yeah. But uh, that yeah, so the market I think it you know, it obviously today's March twentieth. Today's the first day of spring. So um Happy for, Spring. Yeah, happy spring. Well, not until I guess uh five fifty eight this afternoon is when the actual yeah spring launches or whatever but um as far as the real estate market we're there all those people that said they want to wait till the weather picks up today the high's supposed to be 60 this weekend's gonna be like 63 so i mean on the buy side and the sell side i think it's if it's not already ramping all the way up it it will be yeah now it's time and i would say as a buyer if you're thinking about it it's time to really get off the couch and start looking because it's only going to get more competitive as it gets even warmer. Unfortunately. Yeah. Which is what we're discussing. Yeah. And, and what, what we were looking at, we were looking at some of the data and really yeah, price has risen since 2013 and days on the market, meaning the time it takes to sell has declined ever since 2013. So this trend has been going on upward of six years six now. Years. Yeah. Well, what's unfortunate, you know, on our side too, these expectations, we know it's a hot market. The whole entire world knows it's a hot market. You don't have to be a real estate agent to know that it's a seller's market. Everybody knows that. They run every couple months, they run a story on the news about it. But if somebody's house doesn't sell in like, four days they think something's wrong and like, I mean, it's always to a certain price point we talked about that when you get up to around 350 300 you know that market's not quite as hot as the 100 to 150 the first time home buyers. 
But uh, yeah, if, if if you list the house and it's not sold in five or six days, they're like, you know, what what, what am I doing wrong? I mean, well, the, you're probably <laughs> overpriced then if you're in that price range. Price, what we always tell everybody is price or condition. Yeah, those if, are the... if the location's right. I mean, there's other variables. Don't don't right. get me wrong, but uh, you're either overpriced and also for for different homes. I mean, you have to find the right fit. We've had a couple of showings on one of my listings where they said, you know. Every feedback we get is, it's immaculate. Like the, the house shows great, looks great, smells great, everything's perfect. Just wasn't a right fit for my buyers. Or one of them, it actually, you know, it backs up. It's in a neighborhood, and they said said that they didn't realize that, you know, it backed up to other houses. I'm like, oh, right. usually, usually in neighborhoods, they, <laughs> I mean, there are a few on the outlying areas that don't, but for the most part, in a neighborhood, you're gonna. You're going to back up to somebody Right, else. but if you don't research it, you know, we're we're out here kind of in the country setting. We're not in the city right now, and you may have a, a small Get house that, that backs up to some, to just woods or something. You know? He sent me a picture the other day. We had six deer standing in our side yard. That's crazy. Nice. Uh, I think they're cutting through from a field beside our neighborhood over here. But, yeah, that's something that... Well, I don't know if you would get that where you live, but maybe there are some well, deer that cut through over there. Every now and then, a deer will show up. I live in kind of the Highlands, Upper Highlands area, right. and deer will pop in. And what I saw, I did not see it. What I read recently, there was a coyote in the neighborhood. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. We, at nighttime during the summer out here, all around the neighborhood, you hear all kinds of coyotes. That's the, that's not a rarity uh, out here. But yeah. uh, I would think where you're at, yeah, 100%. It's a rarity. It's very strange. We have a lot of uh, pigeons and robins and squirrels. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about today being the first day of spring, the signs of spring. Uh, I don't know if I'm assuming that most people that are listening to this are probably maybe my friends on Facebook or whatever. They see what I've got going on with my tomato plants and all that. That's the the first sign. I didn't show you this earlier. I got all my bird feeders out yesterday. That's why I keep walking over to the kitchen window and waiting for the first one to show up. We got the hummingbird feeder the fence feeder and the uh, the regular feeder, so that's when I know summer or spring's here. That's when so. it hits. You know, I'm yeah. not I'm not really a big fan of birds altogether. Oh come on! <laughs> not well. You know, I was terrorized by a bird really? uh, coming to my house when I was a little kid, and I think that's just happened. And actually, uh, my youngest son and I were in the living room a couple years ago, and a couple birds came in through the chimney, oh. and uh, it really freaked him out. Kind of freaked me out a little bit too. Yeah. It was pretty bizarre, and and it really freaked the cat out. Oh, oh my goodness! Did it go nuts? It, cat was go, going go after nuts. It? Yes, trying oh, yeah. to get it, and uh, and we I opened the door and they got out. But I don't know. I, it. <laughs> I've also read recently that birds aren't real and that they're government drones. But oh, here we go. <laughs> we're not going down that uh, rabbit hole. That's a different show. Yeah, we can make a whole show out of that. No, uh, no. I, I, we sit out here. I mean, I have all my stuff put away right now, but I'm, I'm a bird nerd. I don't know what you call it. Like we, uh, the other day, Carissa, we had the, the back window open, and um, I, we heard this, like I'd never heard it before, whatever kind of bird this was. Whatever. She's like, what is that? And me and Lane and both jumped up and ran over there. I don't know what it was, but it was cool. Something, I guess it might be migrating through. I have no idea. Yeah. The brightest bluest craziest looking bird ever but i love it. that's why i got different ones and we had those little um biscuits or what are they called you know what i'm talking about little the little soot square things yeah. you hang those up too and uh oh we're getting ready by this little station that has six hangers like but when this is all said and done i'll probably have 
15 different feeders over there. A little bird buffet. Yeah. Yeah. A little sanctuary. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go ahead. Um, you, now that we're talking about the springtime stuff and we were talking about your, uh, your surgery last time you had your surgery the next day. Yes. It was just over two weeks ago. Um, a lot of people that I know that maybe listen to this do know, but I had a partial knee replacement surgery. I had messed my knee up something fierce, uh, tried to get it fixed a couple different ways and it just, it didn't work. I was kind of grinding bone on bone and they opened it up and gave me new parts. Essentially I'm a cyborg now. Uh, yeah. Um, and then you said your re- rehab was going awesome. And then you, what you over. Well, it? It, <laughs> I, I very quickly got to the point where Put I put back in check. <laughs> yes. Well, I very quickly got to the point where I could walk without assistance and I didn't need crutches or anything. Neil had a walker. In case yeah. anyone was listening, he had an old man walker. walker. I did. And I had... Uh, <laughs> With the tennis balls on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I had the uh, crutches. But then I got to where I could just walk. Well, earlier this week, I thought, you know, well, I'm pretty much good. And I just kind of approached it as if I was fixed. And now it's kind of giving me not. a little bit of, of feedback, <laughs> as they call it. Yeah. Um, well, you drove here and, I mean, on a scale of 1 to 10... Are you a ten yet, or no? I'm I'm eight, definitely not a ten. I'm a seven. I'm a six or seven. Really? But earlier, before I kind of overdid it, I was more like a two or three. So you know, you're going to be you're going to be one of those old men that before you get out of bed, you got to know if it's going to rain or not because you'll grab your leg and today it's going. You don't know, talk about you ever heard of old people. <laughs> oh back, yeah, back's hurting, so it's going to rain today, or rain's coming, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to be you one day. You're going to get up. It's going to rain today. Uh, no, <laughs> that'll be me too. I don't know why I'm making fun of you right now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. So good. That's that's actually why we moved up our recording like a day because we were supposed to have went that Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. Yeah, but I had uh, uh, I showed up to the hospital said I'm here to get sliced open and yeah, they did it, man. That's crazy. Well, hopefully you're hopefully so if this goes well, you're done. Right? Yes, I should be back to basically having full use of my because this is leg. is this just from overall years worth of just normal you, you know, know i'm saying like did you hit a hole or anything like you're i didn't do anything basketball it wasn't one just injury i think it was kind of kind of a cumulative thing but i'm awfully young to have had that and my other knee is pretty, that's what i'm saying pretty fine to so. be replacing parts yeah sometimes that stuff be genetics too i don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know what your true. genes are like but you always hear that stuff um, but yeah. All right. So I want to tell everybody about what I got going on with all my, right. my spring stuff. Yeah. So like I said, if, if you, if you're friends with me on Facebook at all, you know, I've, I've started growing some, uh, I guess, I don't know if I'm a tomato geek or whatever, <laughs> but I started growing a big tray of tomato seeds on my own. I've always, I, I do a garden. We talked about what we're me and Oh, that's the perfect time. We're working on a mail out. So we're also, you know, we're mailing out what's well, called, talk about town that's our it's our quarterly mail out that we're doing it's like a little newspaper thing that we're each writing an article about it and it's also going to have some featured events that are going on in the area featured listings all kinds of good stuff and we're also going to make that downloadable so once we get done with that everybody that's friends with me friends with you follows our business pages whatever um, we'll share that with everybody but part of what i'm doing with the mail out thing and what i've got going on with everything uh with my own little seeds I've got started is I'm also trying to get into 
bees and beehives. Like it's all kind of like tied in together because if the bees are doing awesome and they're going to help my garden and I'm going to have more tomatoes, more corn, squash. I'm doing all that stuff. I've never done really good with corn. That's my yeah. Uh, that's my one goal this year. I'm like, I've always wanted just like the best corn. I, I, my corn always turns out terrible. So this year I'm like focusing 100% not to be, I'm like, now it's like a country. <laughs> I want to have some good corn. But um, um, that's my number one goal. But the bees we ordered yesterday, or we ordered our um, the hive, and it's coming from Australia. Oh. Yeah. So, so how how did bee, did, do you ship bees? You, we're gonna, you can either... The way I've done, I mean, I've only done research, so don't, I mean, you can't quote me on any of this. Anyway, everything I've found out, hopefully somebody local, we can buy them from them. Like, they've already have some, because people breed them like they breed, you know, everything else. Dog breeds and sell labs, and uh, people breed queen bees and sell them. So, uh, you can either try to get them locally, which that's what I'm going to try to do. Saturday, I don't know if I told you this or not, but this Saturday I'm going to an all-day-long bee class. So that's another nerding out thing I'm doing. I'm going all day long. They're <laughs> going to teach me from point A, where I'm at today, where I'm at right now, to the end game, selling honey. That's I me. Mean, we're going to also I'll, known as point B. Point B. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Boo. Boo this man. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, but no, uh, to point B is uh, shipping or selling. I, I have honey over there that. Uh, Chris's grandma, a lady at her church, brings it from from Florida, and I put it in my coffee. I mean, everybody likes fresh oh, nice. honey, I believe. Instead of sugar, your body consumes that differently. But, anyways, um, so I'm gonna go out there Saturday. Hopefully, I learn. I need to learn a lot. Like they're gonna teach me everything. Yeah. But when our beehive gets here, it'll be. I have to put it all together. But you can. I mean, they're gonna try. Hopefully, to talk to somebody out there to buy some from them, or Tractor Supply sells them. Like they all like you can buy them online. Oh, okay. You buy them online, they ship them to you. I heard a, I saw a lady on TV the other day that said that she put them in a refrigerator what? until I guess it got warm because she had them shipped to her. I guess it keeps them. I don't know. I don't know if they hibernate or I have no idea. But she said that she kept them in her refrigerator until the time come to take I guess them outside. Because so. you don't really see bees in the winter. No, but... that during the winter time you have to winter. I mean, they they stay put up like they you have to take care of them during the winter. So, but I don't know if they hibernate or what. I think they just kind of shut down quite a bit but um so i'm doing this is all kind of stuff that i've always wanted to do anyway like i've, I've always wanted to and now i'm i'm actually doing it so carissa wants the honey she doesn't want to do anything else with any <laughs> of it you know because that's what they always say all the videos that i watch on youtube tim farmer's country kitchens where i watch him quite a bit do you ever, you ever no do you, you ever heard of that the guy? i don't know about it okay it's on he's on kat but now we watch him on youtube but um they uh it's like they say if you play with fire you get burned it's like you're gonna if you're gonna mess with bees you're gonna get stung it's just a matter of when you know you may right. not, not a swarm but it's gonna happen that's what she said last night i said are you gonna go to the stuff with me she's like i'm not getting stung by bees so uh well I, i've seen them on tv and you know they they make them more docile with the smoke and they and i guess the bees get kind of conditioned to be a mess with but no that's the beauty of what we're so anybody that's listening, if you're thinking about it, that's what I'm just getting to. The flow, the, the hive we bought, it's called Flow Hive, and we're on, they're listening to us, so I can't show them, but I'll show you when we get off here. Yeah. You don't do any of that. You don't have to buy the extractors. You don't have to take the cones out, scrape them, put them in the spinner, could, you know, could, uh, uh, gather all the honey in the big, I don't forget what those big steel things are called, and it comes out the bottom. This, they're 
uh, engineered hives and the bees come through and they close them and they fill them full of honey and it has this key that goes in and when you snap it it opens them up and all the honey drains out and you just put a jar at the bottom of it oh that sounds so much better and then you snap it back in and you're done oh, so that... they cost more in the beginning right but when i'm right when the when all of them it has windows on the side when they're full i just take jars out there fill them up close and then snap it back and then i'm done i leave and oh that's awesome because I would think you would get stung a lot less doing that too. Well, they say it stresses out the hives when you take take it all apart. You smoke everything. Right. You empty it. You bring empty ones in. Put them back in. They say that you end up doing a lot of damage. So this way here, you just walk out. Fifteen minutes later, you're done. You leave, and they don't even know you were there. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, and I don't feel like dealing with all the other shit anyway. Like this no. one here, I just turn a key and I'm done. So yeah. uh, I'll probably buy if this goes well. I'll probably end up buying. Hopefully two or three more. I don't know. This is all yeah. an experiment. It's a, I'm, I'm the guinea yeah. pig. And, and I've heard a lot recently that uh, bees are endangered in a lot of areas. And, and Vanishing of the bees is something you should watch yeah. on Netflix, I think. It's kind of crazy. It has and to do with the pesticides. Yeah, and they're they're critical to agriculture and Everything. all kinds of other stuff, too. Yeah, this guy, uh, I can't name the guy that quoted it or whatever, but at the, at the very beginning of that documentary, or maybe it's at the very end, it says, as goes the bee, so goes the world. Because oh, they, wow. they, they're responsible for pollinating, like, I don't know the number, 90% of all our vegetables. And everything. Right. They take semis from Florida, and they take them out to California when the almond trees start opening up their flowers, So like, and they they drop off these big semis and let them sit there. And then they the, the bees pollinate all the trees. And they put them back on the trucks and ship them back to Florida. Like, that's how important. I mean, because without wow. them, it wouldn't work. Yeah, so um, and they say it's a big uh, barometer for the way the world's going. Because people are they're coming out and their highs are all gone. And they think it has to do, like I said, with what I've read and what I've seen. It has to do with pesticides. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard, the, I've heard the bee population is in trouble. Mm-hmm. So it's good that somebody is uh, helping to, to take care of them. Well, it's intriguing to me, too. Like, just on a just me like it's it's cool yeah. how, how they go out and it's gonna troy and sean as we talked about the other day their garden the flat or, or their driveway i don't know if you've been out there since we've got zinnias down both sides and stuff like flowers all over mm-hmm. the place so this will help those and it's going to help hopefully it ends up helping my garden that's my another side benefit to it is that my garden because yeah. cucumbers need it everything needs it but uh it all works together exactly that's yep. great yep um so that's the, I got, geez, I got spun off there talking for a minute about, that's what I got going on for my springtime uh, going ons, I guess. Like, oh, and then the very end, the caveat to all that is we're going to be sitting up at the farmer's market. Yeah. I think I've been telling you about that a little bit. Uh, we've named the farm Sunset Farm. Cause you Sounds have have good. A, you have to have a name. Have you seen the Sunset Sheep's Foots on Facebook? Yeah, get it's out there. beautiful. We've had... The last couple of nights, I don't know if you've seen the last three or four nights that we've had killer ones. You know, here we have good ones. They're they're nice out there for some reason. I guess they're the elevation, maybe. Yeah, it's sitting. beautiful, like big rolling fields out there, and just yeah, it's unbelievable. It's so that seems like a fitting name, yeah, I guess. Sounds so, good. Uh, that's what we're gonna do with the honey, the the fruits, the vegetables. So, uh, and I'm gonna do like Facebook live stuff. Hey, come join us out here at the Bardstown Farmer's Market. I like market. a good <laughs> farmer's market. You get quality stuff, and you, it, it's an outing that's kind of fun. Get, I like it. 
There's a great big one right by you all. There's one uh, right by us in the middle of the highlands. There's a smaller one that's down a little bit further, but the one at Douglas Loop. Is that the church? There's yes. There's a big church right there. Yes. Right? And it, it's, it's pretty a big. It's and, a big one. Yeah, and they have, uh, they'll have live music there, and you can get treats of all kinds, and everybody brings their dogs, and it's almost like a, a little indoor or outdoor yeah. kind of mall. It's pretty cool. This one, the hours... They do it on Tuesday from 7.30 to noon, which I think that's a that's a little different, I, I, I figure. Yeah. But like Chris was saying, maybe people that work in that area, they come down there on their lunch maybe. But uh, now Saturday, they do Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday from 7.30, I think, to either 12 or 12.30. Um, I'm filling all the paperwork, and I've got to get all that taken care of. But um, – yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many of the Tuesday morning ones I'll be participating in because <laughs> it's just odd. But Fridays and Saturday mornings, I think that would. Yeah, that would um, be good. We'll play it by ear. Who knows? But uh, that's my big spring thing. I just kind of talked forever. What do you? Yeah, what, what's your spring stuff going on over there? Uh, well, <laughs> first of all, so I am a former teacher, and yep. when I was teaching. Uh, when springtime rolls around, you get uh, spring break and you get summer vacations. Yes. All this cool stuff goes on. <clears throat> I always loved that. And as everything would warm up, my mood would improve and I'd have all this stuff to look forward to. Cabin fever's over too. <laughs> it is. And now that I'm not teaching anymore... I still have that same conditioned response. I still, oh, spring break's you coming up. You feel all the same stuff even though you're you're not. <laughs> I, I really do. You know, I don't have spring break anymore. You look forward to spring break. Yeah, yeah but hey, it, it sounds fun still. And I, and I, I still like that. Um, but spring for us with my family, I have three kids and they're athletes. And we do a lot of practice, ball games. You've already went to... Cincy, right, or something? Columbus? We went, yes, somewhere. Cincinnati this past weekend. Uh, my oldest son, Drew, and I went up to Cincinnati, played in a soccer tournament he did. His team went 3-0. and I was going to say, how'd that turn out? They, they, he, his team went 3-0, and and then they came up short in the final game for the championship, 2-1. to one. It was, I, You know, I think their team is a better team, but I think they just got out-hustled. Really? Yep. Damn. It was pretty disappointing. A little heartbreak there, but is their team pretty good? Just in general, they are good. Yeah, Um, they got a good coach. He kind of teaches them to play different styles and all that kind of stuff. It's a foreign language. I don't know what you're talking about. Different styles of soccer. I thought you just keep playing back and forth. And Eh, I'll I'll explain it sometime to you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm not. I don't do soccer. Yeah, I watch it once every four years, and I'm one hell of a USA. Like I'm the most hard. I love watching the World Cup. World Cup, and that's the that's the best soccer. Oh, in the, well, in the world, are insanely good. Yeah, yeah. Every four years, I'm a, uh, I'm a soccer. Apparently, I'm a diehard soccer fan, and I know yeah. everything about it. Every every four years. Well, the <laughs> the last one, the U.S. didn't didn't make the tournament, so you had to kind of pick your own. Other, I don't think I even watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a bunch of it just because I'm a soccer fan, but I had yeah. to I had to find some rooting interests in other games. I'm trying to get on board with the. Uh, I know, sorry, we'll come back to that, but with the um, loose City and stuff, do you keep up? Yeah, with, uh, um, uh, you know, it, it's a big commitment to to go a lot, but we go to a few games a year, yeah. and I've been to the final game 
uh, I I was not at it this year, but I, two years ago I was at the. Final so they game. went two years in a row, right? Yes, they're trying to threepeat this year, and and they're good, and the atmosphere is good. I tell you what, though, if you do like soccer, one of my favorite things to do is to go see U of L play at their home stadium. They that have, stadium looks badass. It is. They have a nice new stadium. You sit real close. It's very inexpensive. There's a place for the kids to go play so they they can leave you alone and you can watch the game and hang out. It's cool. That's the same thing with, with baseball. We went to the UofL UK game not last year, but or was it last year? The year before that, but um at Jim Patterson Stadium. That place is awesome too. And you talking about inexpensive, I mean like to go hang out and watch a baseball game and Louisville every year is if they're not top two or three, they're in the top ten or so. I mean, this year they haven't started off quite as hot as they usually, I don't know if right. you listen here on the radio or anything, but they, uh, they haven't started out quite as hot as they usually do, but they're still always every year top 10, you know, so yeah, uh, they're good. it's good ball to watch if you, if, yeah, if you like baseball, that's one reason their <laughs> soccer is good too, is they're, they're always at one of the top teams too. Yeah. Cause they, uh, you talk about college. Yes. You're talking about college, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The college is always there too. Hey, speaking of college, it's March. Oh shit! Yeah, we're in tomorrow. Mar- tomorrow it kicks off. Um, uh, Malachi yeah, and I are both Louisville fans. Yep, go Cards. Go Cards. Um, they play Minnesota tomorrow at noonish, I believe. How? All right, uh, we're not going to talk about this that much, but the cheesy. <laughs> I mean, it's been the narrative forever. They didn't really do that with anybody else in the other matchups, all the other regions, and all. But they, for some odd reason, Louisville's trying to put all their stuff in the rearview mirror. All right, we're moving forward. We got we got our, our coach put in place. We're gonna move. And NCAA, for some freaking reason, no, you're not. Not so fast. Guess who you get to play? Like, give me a break, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. It's uh, somebody said they're uh, the National Enquirer. Like, you know, why of all the teams? Yeah, really. And 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 for those of you that don't know, our, oh, yeah. the son of our former coach coaches Minnesota. Um, I know one guy from Minnesota from college, and I posted something to his Facebook page, and he said, "Ah, eh, not really a Gopher fan." Yeah, Richard Patino. Did you watch his interviews? He's starting to act more and more like Rick back in the day. Like if you look at him talking yeah. and stuff, I'm like, he didn't when he was a little bit younger, but now I'm watching him. I'm like, you're starting to sound more like him and look right. more like him. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. I think it's a joke. It is. It's That's all they've been crazy. talking about on ESPN and stuff. Every time they mention that matchup, they'll be rolling through whoever, and then all of a sudden they hit the level. Yeah, and also I'm like, give me a yeah. Break, you got to have a little drama in there too. Uh, and it. and if we win, our most likely opponent is Michigan State. Um, I have a friend who uh, lives in East Lansing that and is a college basketball fan, and we text back and forth throughout the season sometimes. Um, I kind of talked a little shit to him when we played them at the Yum Center earlier this year. And we pulled that one and out. And we pulled it out. Ass. Yes, from, in overtime. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a really tough game. And Louisville is so streaky. Who knows? Who knows what you're going to get. We might drop 85 on them and blow them up by 20 or – we might lose by thirty. Like That's I have right. no idea. Well, that is one thing. Izzo used to just he owned Rick Pitino for some reason. Like what yeah. if they played him four. It's like four years, four times in a row, not four years in a row, but throughout the SEC or the uh, NCAA tournament and regular season, I think he was four and zero against him or something like that. Crazy. Like for some reason, Izzo would just sort of like Rick was with Jim Beheim and Syracuse. Yeah, he always really. he always be at Syracuse yep. every year. 
and uh, Tom Izzo always beat. Rick although, Pitino. although on our run in 2013, which allegedly didn't happen, oh, yeah. uh, we put it on Michigan State For that sure. year. Yeah. I forgot about that. What what year was? Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> point. Did that? Did it happen or? I, I don't know. Uh, one of who my was, good friends claims to have been there, so I'm thinking it did. Yeah, and who was it? Uh, Russ Smith or somebody tweeted out after all that happened. I don't. You all say it didn't happen. But I still got this big ass ring on my yeah. <laughs> So yeah, apparently it did happen. But um, well, um, I know we're running. We're going to end up running a little long, which I'm totally fine with. But other than like, if you're you're talking about what springs for you, me, I'm I'm an outdoorsy. I do. We already talked about. I do my garden. I, I like to do my garden. I fish. I don't know if do you fish at all. You like to get out there. A um, bit, I'm a not really a here. fisher. Yeah. Um, but I do. I, I enjoy hiking and scenery, camping, all that stuff. Oh, I've been working on getting. I took me and Chris. I went camping two years ago, and uh, I would like to. I want to buy a camper and do the whole deal. But, yeah. Uh, we're kind of tent campers, but we're we're cushy tent campers. Like we got oh. some good mattresses and yeah. stuff like that. But and it takes a little investment to have some good equipment to to that's, go. That's why I just want to buy a camper and just yeah. keep it all in there, and that'd be badass. Yeah, we we've thought about that one day. Yeah, maybe maybe doing the camper. We didn't. I don't think we went last year at all. But for the past few years, we've been going, and we gone to the Red River Gorge and out by yeah. Moorhead and. Uh, places like that daniel boone national forest yes that's where you're talking about yes yeah. and it's yeah. beautiful all of it out there is yeah um uh, we went to uh cumberland falls a couple years ago we like it you know uh, a few years ago we went to cumberland falls we wanted to swim no we went to lake cumberland we wanted to oh. swim but there's not really a swimming hole there it's right. all boating and yep. uh the the dog got loose and was gone and got injured and it just kind of was a doomed trip but I'd give it another try. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I like, you know, f- springtime fishing. I hunt turkey hunting. I don't know if there's any turkey hunters out there, but it's kind of been a big topic. Me and you were talking about the public land yeah. sale, the private land sale. Well, the turkey hunting over the last couple of years has kind of disappeared. Like it, 10 years ago, it was unbelievable. In the last probably three years or so, it's went down. And not to get into too much detail, but you know, your how wet your spring is is a big factor on oh, okay. poult survival for the mm-hmm. the baby turkeys, or whatever. In the last two springs, we've had unbelievable rain. I mean, last year we broke records, but um, so like the last two years, it's been pretty rough. And I'm hoping that I didn't, I haven't even got a bird the last two years. I'm hoping this year. Things change. Lanin's getting into it. I took him last year, even though we froze. Plus, it was real cold last spring. Like the spring yes. was real cold. Derby was brutal. Yeah. Um, that's all I want is a hot, a warm derby. But, um, anyways, yeah, the last couple of years have been rough. So I'm hoping this year. We're talking how grateful we are for winter to be behind us. I don't even think we've had. I just don't like winter in general. But like we've had a pretty light winter. I mean, compared to the last few years, like it's not like it's been brutally cold tons of snow like you know yeah it's just we, been we didn't miss a bunch of school the kids weren't out we didn't we not didn't due to have, weather no not due to weather uh and it has been fairly mild and and really i i hate the super dead middle of winter when it's 99 percent humidity and 95 degrees and i'm not big on that so uh, summer winter and Huh? I think you I think you said winter. I mean, summer. oh, summer. Yeah. yeah, whatever it's called. I don't like the extremes either. Like, I'd rather it be colder in the evenings. And I guess if I had to choose, if I'd rather it be really hot or really cold, 
I guess I would take the dead of summer, I guess. I'd take really cold. You can always really? put more clothes on. Yeah, I, I just, when it's brutal and you look outside and everything's cooking, like, yeah, uh, you know, but spring, uh, spring, uh, I love it because, like, we can finally, we've already started getting out. And getting, I talked about the spring door or my, my screen door in the last episode. <laughs> we picked up all the hardware and stuff yesterday. So maybe today yeah. I'm, I might get started on it. I don't know. Um, it's a little project, but Chris has already had the windows open like three times in the last week. So, she likes to have the wind ripping through here. So. Yeah, I've started the um, kind of the yard cleanup and all that kind of stuff, too. We've started that. Although there is something around these parts called uh, fool spring when you think it's spring, but then winter comes and smacks you in the face again real quick. And then, It's just the Ohio Valley weather in general. Yeah, it's, like, it's just you, crazy. You never know. Um, I've heard of it snowing on Derby, but I think it was before I was born. But uh, anyways, um, I'm trying to think of... I guess if we want to talk about things that oh, are you filling out a bracket just to wrap that up, I you guess know, or we're gonna fill out two of them for heritage up there at the golf yeah, course. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm so bad at it, and then I get so frustrated because you have like some kid that that's eight that's years who, old and yeah, picks you just, and you pick ends the up mascots. Winning. That's what wins. Yeah. You pick you pick the mascots <laughs> or the team names. You go with you know whatever. Yep. whatever. Uh, that's usually who who ends up winning it. But um, before our next show, I'm trying to think. Uh, I know. We don't really have to delve into all the April Fools will be before our next show. So uh, if we hadn't already ran so long, it's my brother's got a pretty – Rodney used to do it up big, get the cops to call him and get involved. Uh, and all I've never been uh, – do you get into uh, – I'm not big uh, into April uh, Fools, uh, uh, and, and I don't think my wife appreciates it if, I, sure. if I try to fool her too bad. <laughs> yeah, I just never – Rodney's went on about a four-year streak there where he was – pulling out all the bag of tricks to get either parents or grandparents or whatever. I mean, it was funny. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it was right. good shit. But uh, after he uh, got hurt that one time, uh, we can save that story for another. Maybe I'll have him come in here and tell a story. Yeah, that'd be great. We're, we're yeah. um, Before we wrap it up here, we, we are thinking about uh, some guests that we're going to have on here too. We already have uh, a loan officer lined up. Well, yes. Got, um, um, I have sure. a secret guest that I've lined up that is kind of a big get too. So Kind of a big deal. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. So Stay if tuned all that, for that. If all that works out, yep. That, uh, but yeah, we've got some loan officers some title companies i'd like to get some other real estate agents in here to tell their i mean everybody's probably gonna get tired of hearing our two cents on real estate get somebody else to see what they're seeing other spots or whatever um but yeah so and then um we got april fools the whole tournament will probably be almost over in the next two weeks so maybe yep. we'll talk about what all happens or it will be right there at it I mean, yeah it'll, it'll be real, it will be close we might have some close. prediction time Right, final four, I think, yeah. probably be that following weekend. So yeah, that'll be cool. A lot of a lot of stuff will unfold between now and then, and that next show, the following weekend's youth turkey hunting. So hopefully, Landon does some damage, and I can brag on him. Uh, that'd be cool. Um, oh, did you see that bracket? The women's bracket leaked. Since we're almost done talking about brackets, yeah, they leaked <laughs> the bracket before they announced it, right? Yeah, ESPN had. To, yeah. Sit down and release a statement on that one. Yeah, and we will point out that the Louisville women are a number one seed. Number one seed. Yeah, um, that starts Friday, I think. I they think play. So. I think they play at noon on Friday, and Louisville and the the men play on Thursday. Yep. So yeah, um, they always kick ass and then get screwed in the final four. <laughs> but uh, 
Anyways, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we need to touch on. Spring starts at 5.58 today. Tonight's the last super full moon, the super moon. Yeah, it's super it's called, worm moon or something. Worm moon. Yeah, worm. Yeah, big yeah, worm. Big worm. What's up, big worm? <laughs> yeah, um, so that's tonight. Um, yeah, I don't know. On this day in 1727, Sir Isaac Newton passed away. I know. It's sad, oh, goodness. Isn't it? Yeah, I want to drop that. Without word. him, we wouldn't have gravity. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I just dropped that nugget on you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I think I've talked about just about everything I have down on the sheet. What do you got? You got anything else? No, I think that's about it. I, uh, we're, look for that mail out that's going to be coming out. Yep. Um, that's cool. You know, if and, and a reminder if you're thinking about buying soon. It's about time to to get off the couch and get into the game. Let's Shoot, do get this. Off the pot. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're gonna do the mail out, and we'll keep every, and we're gonna launch our Facebook page, trying to get yep. Twitter going, maybe YouTube channel. Who knows? So if you're listening to this, you know what we're doing. So you'll you'll be aware of all the cool stuff we have that we're trying to we're baby, we're working our way building up here. So uh, keep an eye out for all the my posts, your posts, our shares, all that cool stuff. Yep, we'll be so, all over the place. Yep. So, um, ran a little long today, 40 minutes. That's all, That's all right. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll, um, I guess we'll see you next time then. Yep. We'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. All right. Happy house hunting. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Don't forget to like and follow us on social media. Our music was composed by Andrew Codeman. Make sure to join us next time. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty. 